Ooh, evangelizing is going to be the topic. This is weird because we've gotten this question a bunch of times, and I'm like, man, I'm horrible at it. So why are people, at, you know, it's weird that people are asking, like, how me, you know, or, you know, suggestions on how to do it. Because I'm like, I am terrible at it. And then I see, you know, and then I think about it and I go, oh, okay, well, maybe I'm not. You know, maybe it's just I have a, um, just an, I think I just have a different outlook and understanding of it, I guess, first. It's, it that goes into it. So, in more specifically the topic that we actually got a question sent what today i guess yeah, it was this morning it was just today um but it was how for those of you who are timid in non-confrontational and um, you know how suggestions on how to still go about evangelizing and not being afraid of of the world, so to speak, I guess, and, and willingness to speak up and stand up and for truth, mm-hmm. for biblical truth. Yeah, so that's more specific because, yeah, I mean, it is. It's a terrifying thing, and that's what I hadn't been even thought of it because I'm well, like, yeah, had people ask us and they go, "You guys are so good at it. You're so good." Well, at it. and How we do have we do to do it. Just you know, so much of it you have to ignore. Yeah, but there's a lot of it that I mean, there's a lot of it that seeps in, but. First, we need to get a general understanding of a couple different things to begin with. So you have to understand that the world, whoever you're, you're talking to or whatever, they, unless they're ready to hear the word of God, mm-hmm. they're not going to be receptive to it. Mm-hmm. They can't understand it. It's foolish to them. It's folly to them. First Corinthians one eighteen, um, for the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing. And then again in First Corinthians two fourteen, the natural person does not accept the things of the spirit of God, for they are folly to him, and he is not able to understand them, because they are spir- spiritually discerned. So. You, you have to kind of understand that that's what you're working against too it's yeah. when you're when you're talking against the world you're you're talking to somebody that that doesn't understand this particular question they said oh my husband gets attacked by atheists all the time because he has a YouTube channel and he's doing Christian videos on there yeah that's gonna happen and you know what they're gonna argue with you and a lot of them will even make you feel stupid stupid mm-hmm. i mean they will you, you will not have and that's where you have to be careful because you have a few other people who have asked us they're like i try to stand for these things that i know are true but oh then yeah the but then oh yeah then you'll get just like destroyed yeah. yeah and it'll happen if you're not fully equipped and prepared for it so and that's incredibly difficult to do because it really is idea what they're going to bring up it really is but when it comes to i don't want to say that i've gotten cold to it but I've kind of you you have to you have to come to some real hardcore truths in in believing in Christianity and following Christ Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot to say and let the spiritually dead bury their own dead there really is and and, in meaning that 
who cares? Don't worry about them because they're not going to be helped. They're they don't want to be helped. So don't worry so about You can that. lead a horse to water, right, but, but you, you can't, can't make, make it, it drink. drink. Right. And people have hardened their hearts to God. You can't you be can't, you can't force you them. can't let that drag you down and you can't force them and you can't over evangelize them and you can't your heart will bleed. Yes. I mean you will feel it. But there's got to be a certain time that you are able to turn that off mm -hmm. because you have to understand what's happening. You can feel bad for them, absolutely, yes, and, and we have hearts for them, and we consistently and never stop praying for them. But they have hard hearts, and they willingly, even if they're not saying it with their words, or even if they, they willingly are hating God and mm -hmm. everything against it. Okay, you can't fight against that. In such case, that's an antichrist. That's Satan. He's larger and bigger than you. And that comes through in that. And that's, that's Satan himself through this per whoever, you know, attacking you. And you're not strong enough to deal with that. You have to identify what that is and turn from it and just flee from it not run away not duck out the conversation or not but usually that's when you that's when i personally start throwing in like okay you're not here to have a conversation you're here to hate god mm -hmm. and if you hate god and don't want to understand then i can't help you because unfortunately a large part of it is realizing what it is that you're actually dealing with are you dealing with someone who truly is lost and trying to find the truth, difference it's, yeah. or are they just trying to fight with sure you? and because their hearts are completely hardened yeah and i'll throw a jab back and forth just to test the waters to see what people are doing because sure. it's whenever i mean in in these types of situations people think that we have courage it's just it's funny to me i go no you know i mean these things bother us i think just as bad as anybody else but you just have to ignore so much of them and i think that's one thing that i actually have been trying to teach um i mean actually that's one way that i've been trying to lead heidi in personally is saying that look there's we don't need to fight every single battle that we get mm -hmm. just because somebody is commenting something or saying something doesn't mean that we have to engage or entertain that person. That doesn't make us weaker. That doesn't make our, our position weaker or anything else. It's just... Well, because you, we've you, been in situations where you're like, just be done. And I'm like, but what they said is false. That is not right. true. I'm not going to be bested or whatever yeah, you're, by you're, this person's ignorance. And you're, you're like, pride. whoa, whoa, whoa. That's your pride. Yeah, that's your pride winning over. And so we have to recognize yeah. uh, those moments You're as like, well. no, I'm going to make this person understand. Like, you will understand that what you said is wrong and that then, is not the Then truth. what are you doing? I don't know. Then what are you doing? Nothing. You wash your hands of it. You shake the dust from your feet. Um, you know, and you move on. You, you just, you move on because those people aren't there to learn or to be helped you can like i said you could pray for them and pray that the lord softens their heart and we go back again to how you live your life and what type of person that you're putting out there though that person should see that you're different than everybody else you should be have your money where your mouth is so to speak and be putting this into action mm -hmm. and um 
in in your way. I, I don't want to I know I've had a bunch of people message me too, like, oh my gosh, I'm so fired up. Like now that I listen to the apostasy series, like, what do I do? Like I go out and I'm like, oh crap, I guess I didn't really kind of I guess really equipping everybody and clarifying everybody wasn't <laughs> that was kind of a miss on my part. So I'm glad I'm glad I have the opportunity, but because apart from uh, and going I know to Redding, that, California and show up at Bethel's yeah. doors, Brandon's still working on some of that, too. Yeah, I still am working on it. Um, you, your ability is different. Are you, a, are you a people person? Ask yourself these questions. If you're not a people person, then guess what? You're, the Lord most likely doesn't have you on this earth to evangelize people to go out and be a street preacher. That, that's probably well, because not. Because I think kind of the, the start of this conversation of, okay— I'm learning biblical truth. I want to stand firm in biblical truth. What do I do? How do I evangelize? Because I'm sure there's people even within your own friends and family mm-hmm. that are... Well, yeah, you're getting ahead of me. No, oh, no, no. I'm, I'm interrupting you. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm going to go back. But I'm saying I'm sure there's people even within your friends and family that either claim to be Christians, but they believe a lie or are not Christians and have horrible things to say about Christians, right? There's probably some circle right. of that. Most people have right. that even within their immediate circle, yes. let alone going out into if the world. If not even people... their, their their spouse. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's usually right there. Plus, obviously, it's everywhere else in the world. So you go, okay, I want to stand in, in truth. I want to do this. What do I do? Um, how do I go about this? And I feel like in that question... Most of us are expecting there to be a cut and dry, black and white manual handbook of first do this, then do that, boom, they love Jesus. Like, I feel like we're expecting in this question, because I know I've kind of, there has to be a thing that we can do. No, that is what we are doing. But that's the part that I think is so clear to say there is not a set answer. There is not a guidebook that you're thinking of that is do this, then this, then that, like a, a roadmap of how to bring a person to Jesus. There is, but there isn't. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like there isn't a set thing that you can do. And that's why scripture, you know, we say all the time, you must be in the word knowing what God's word says if you're going to live a life for him. Because if you don't know what he says, how can you live your mm-hmm. life for him? And when you are in the word and you're reading, you doing the things that God has called you to do is how he will use you to be a light to shine to others. If you plant that little seed, even in the most hating of nasty hearts of someone that you know that just hates God, just planting that seed and then them seeing how you are literally living it out as scripture says, not any nonsense anybody's made it to be, but in the purest form of scripture, God can soften that heart. God can grow that I guess seed. I've naturally always actually had, because I find myself now thinking about it, and I find myself a couple times where my faith has been put on the spot, at least personally, three or four times in arguments with mm-hmm. actually close friends, Yeah, where it wasn't... It wasn't a fact like I was being attacked and like, a, but they were all pretty. Sometimes. <laughs> well, yeah, rough. but I mean, it was never like a, um, you know, like I said, they were all good friends. Mm-hmm. So, but I would, and yeah, some of them, yeah, were straight attacks, which was fine. I mean, I handled myself just fine in that way. But this is before I even started, you know, before I even knew better. Mm-hmm. But I always had a, a semi-biblical defense of why I believed in God. 
and why you know everything that they said you know i always had that kind of defense and i've i've debated that endlessly with many people uh for hours and hours and hours on it like i said before i knew better before i actually had a, a scriptural basis but i guess i always have just stood firm in some core beliefs sure uh and those core beliefs have to do with understanding that, cool, I understand that not everybody will believe this. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, people that don't truly have a heart that wants to, to come to the Lord, they're not going to understand it and they're going to think it's crazy. So there's nothing that I can do. I could pray that the Lord cha- puts it on somebody's to change somebody's heart. To where they'll be willing to accept the gospel, but yeah, they're not. You can't beat them over the head with a God stick. You can't make make them suddenly believe. And actually, going back to what you said, I mean, there's no manual for how to do this. There's no instruction. There's no. It's evangelize where you can, when you can. If you're a people person, go evangelize. Go talk to people about the difference. Jesus between you. Mm-hmm. And Travis, Alexis's husband that we've had here on Perfect our podcast example. before. If you were to look at the two of them side by side, night and day. Absolute night, day night and day. Yeah. Lex can tell you guys so many stories. They're they're kind of funny. Um, they're really funny. But of where her husband left to run to Walmart to pick up some groceries. Two hours later, she hasn't heard from him and is like, where the heck are you? When finally he will show back home hours later because he ran into somebody at the store, they needed help, he offered to help them and started evangelizing, sent them home with a Bible, drove, he was taking people and driven them like miles and yeah. miles away yeah. from town to He's take them that home. Guy. And he witnesses He's to them the guy. whole time. He lays everything out there. He gives them his own personal Bible that he keeps Which, in the car. Which thank God for like, people like him. I do. He's that type of a guy. I tell and him he's many fantastic times at it. He goes and he preaches. He goes to the Jehovah Witnesses meetings and preaches to them. He's gone to their conventions. Like he, he just, he's that guy. I say, I always tell him, he's, I say praise God that they came throughout our ministry because he feels, he feels some holes in, in the gaps of it because, because he's just he's really just so good at, good at what he does as Where, far as going out and doing that number one you're not going to find brandon at the store by himself because he doesn't willingly go do that um mm-hmm. that's not his thing but um you just go about things in a completely different way right but for some people if somebody at the store came at you and started asking you all these questions and doing all this, to some people that's a complete shut off like no thank you i'm not listening to anything right mm-hmm. so if a, the travis type came to that person you wouldn't get anywhere probably mm-hmm. you know what i mean where so you, different parts of the body do different things and that's so important to see so just because you're not well, you can, I mean, the even... travis type of a person doesn't mean that you aren't witnessing to others you're not evangelizing you know what i mean but i feel like unless we're that type who goes and chases people down in the store and gets into them and you know says all this mm-hmm. stuff like we feel like that's what you have to be doing but that's not necessary that that right. can be a that way can, and maybe yeah absolutely that's your praise god that there's it. people yeah. that do that but that's what the that's different part everybody. of the body is for exactly. and that's where is that's great for most people i mean that's what i mean those are your foot soldiers like that and 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 you have you just have different but pieces if like you that. had to go and do that you would be a disaster. Oh, I would clam up. I would. I would look. I mean, I would look like I didn't know what I was talking about because mm-hmm. 
I, I know what I'm saying, but it I'm definitely my mind, my just my whole being works completely different mm-hmm. than than that. And he's so good with the way the fluent of that way. I take I take a way more laid back longer approach you know it's definitely worked up you know like i have a hard time processing all the thoughts that i have at once and that's just not him i mean you know that so that's the difference so that's what's that's what's great but you don't you don't get down on yourself for that you realize that okay that's not my strength cool and like i own it does that mean that I wouldn't evangelize somebody in public? Absolutely not. If the no, opportunity, opportunity yeah. if the oper- and that's where that's where the that's where you say, well, so that yay, I'm off the hook. I don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not the case not because the even you'll even have. But you know, honestly, who you go to and the opportunities that open themselves, you know, you go give a homeless person money. Mm-hmm. And you have a perfect opportunity to evangelize that person. Yep. Perfect. It doesn't yep. matter if they're going to take it anywhere. You have a perfect opportunity to plant that seed, and it's and you and you don't have to be and you don't have to be scared. No. Nope. They're the one asking you for money. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be scared. You say, okay, look, I didn't give you this. The Lord That's gave okay. you this. This is from the Lord, and you know, thank Him. And. You know, just just little things like that. So anybody can do that. I feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people are are maybe afraid of, of approaching somebody like that. But I think sometimes it can okay. start with those little things. But of... even if you get flagged down or asked, or somebody comes up to you and asks you for something, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a perfect time to evangelize somebody. Um, you help them. You 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 know you go out of your way to do things. Um, you know. Even if you're not comfortable, you know where those opportunities are for you. Maybe it's somebody that you always see in the the store that works at the store, you know, that uh, you could even have a nice conversation with and you can, you know, try to plant a little seed here or there just in every conversation and let those people see how you live your life and let you see something different, right? The whole point of Israel or God, one of one of God's main points for Israel was for them to see what type of nation that they were. The whole world would see, and they would want their God to be their God. Yeah. Does that make sense? They, Israel's they would God. Want Israel's God to be, be their, their God, God. So the other people by, would see the way that Israel by lived. the way that Israel lived. Mm-hmm. They would say, "Wow, I want that God." Yeah. And you live your life the same way. And that's, you have the same example there is you just, how you live your life, you look different and you, you show these people. Everybody else. Right. They, you're like, wow, I, there's something there that I want. Mm -hmm. There's something with that, that I want. There's some freedom in the way that this person lives their life and what they do that I want. And you know it, it, the more that you live guess what those these things will happen mm-hmm. they'll come up to you and they'll ask you questions yep. you don't even get the opportunity to go out they'll come to you yeah and that's the way that the lord works with that so it, it's more about the way that you live your life versus what you go out and do and so th- i mean that keeping that in mind along with knowing that there's people out there that don't want to hear it and you can you can pick and choose your battles 
in that way. How do we handle with flack and, and like I, like I said, I mean, I, I just ignore a lot of it. I understand a lot of it. Yeah, that's the other thing is you have to you have to understand that, hey, if somebody if something is foolish to somebody, I mean, God has these people's eyes blinded. You have to understand, like, you have to understand what that means. They cannot see. So there has to come, you have to understand that, that they can't see. And you have to sympathize, sympathize with the fact that they can't see. She's like, okay, cool. I get it. I get that none of this makes sense to you. Take it to prayer. Just just pray about it, man. If, even if you don't want to pray or, what, you know, just think about it. But if not, I mean, yeah, you'll get those people that are attacked. And then those vicious attacks like that, like I said, those are just the people that just want to hurt. Those are just, an, and those people are everywhere. Yeah. Those aren't just in evangelizing. I mean, those people are everywhere. And what do you do with the rest of those? And, and I mean, ignore it. Sometimes uh, some of the stuff gets you personally and sometimes, you know, and you, you know, you, it'll get you down sometimes, but trust me for every negative comment there's 10 more positives for every mm -hmm. negative um having what nope go ahead you have a thought yeah but it all is kind of a question to next thing so go to what you're gonna go we'll see if it's i was gonna say thing. having a just a good you know scriptural foundation and basis is the is your probably your most important defense of that and you know you don't have to be a bible expert and you don't have to be able to be to rattle off specific verses at the drop of a hat but it's good to practice and it's good to have that that skill well the more that you are in the word and studying listening to good sound bible teachers mm -hmm. listening like the more that that's on your mind and what you're thinking of and learning about like and well, dedicating yeah. your time to the better and more fluent you will become right so if it's totally off the wall weird for you to be listening to sermons to be listening even putting your bible app right. on and just letting it play reading right. the word being in prayer like the more that you do that the more and guess what yeah it, that thank you for bringing that up because that's the other point is that you'll you'll realize the more and more that you study the more you get in your bible you realize that the same arguments that people have you'll hear over uh -huh. and yeah. over and over like nothing is new underneath the nope. sun nobody's gonna bring an objection to you that hasn't been objected before mm -hmm. you're not gonna see anything new so you learn how to answer those things over time and over study and over, you know, going over the word and you learn how to deal with those in time. Mm -hmm. But you'll see that they are just the same arguments. There's Ooh. nothing new. <laughs> there there really is nothing new. I mean, most most opponents to that's what makes I mean, that's just what makes the Bible awesome. And that's what's really important about how authoritative it is, because there's nothing new outside of it so there's not going to be any new idea new way of thinking that's going to change that it is what it is and it is what it always has been and it is what it always will be until it's it's done so end of story, end of story. <laughs> i mean that doesn't that doesn't change so I know I've suggested it before but people go to YouTube and Todd Friel has a 
a sermon on there. It's weird that he that you would say Todd Friel and sermon in the same. And I I don't necessarily recommend Todd all the time, but for this sermon that he had, and not saying that I don't think he's doctrinally sound. It's just I dislike a lot of things that he does, but he's still a good teacher. That are opinionated. Right, opinionated things. things. You don't not share I don't share the same opinions, opinions as he does. As he does. Many things. Not that he and I think he's there. rather authoritative in a lot of different ways. Which he's authoritative in his stand. opinions. In his opinions, yeah. so I really don't like that. But that doesn't really change the fact that he has solid, solid doctrine. Sure. And he has a sermon, and it's it's something to the effect of "do do Christian." Yeah. And it's it's he he's talking about Christians that we feel the need when we get saved to just oh I got to do something so I got to go talk to people right I got to evangelize I got to do this I've got to oh but I really don't like evangelizing people well sucks because you love Jesus so now you got to go spread the love of Jesus to everybody and just suck it up Buttercup you know type type yeah. attitude and that's not the case. Yeah, it, it's it's all about it, it's all about what the Lord has raised you up for, what the Lord puts on your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see that the apostles had very different approaches to how they went about preaching and teaching and talking to people, yep. and and you can see a bunch of different things uh, in the Bible itself on different styles and people having different roles. I mean, Paul says. Dude, I didn't come here to baptize. Okay, I came here to That's preach. Not to That's do. not what I'm here. But then some of the I other did ones baptize are, a couple yeah. people because I had to, but I don't like it. And he's like, hey, how many were there? I don't know. I'm like, you don't even know how many people you're baptizing? That's yeah, like, I don't know. I don't really care. That's not what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's not, it's not necessary. But do what you can. Stay in the word. I mean, find... Uh, yeah, I guess just keep listening to our bible studies and <laughs> but the more that you do that i think the the bigger what well, you say you had a question though, chance, right? well the, well something i was going to get i was going to ask what about if it's your like family and close friends who are always wow, kind of you. That was naysaying okay. your beliefs either because they're christians but they're kind of caught up in the apostasy of the mm-hmm. body of christ or or because they're not believers. I mean, because well, really it's kind of... One here's of the, the point that I also wanted to end on, too. Our greatest audience that we need to evangelize is at home. Mm-hmm. And that'll be your greatest works will be at home and in, in, in your personal circle. That's your neighbor. That's who the Lord has put around you. Yeah. For so, a reason. In answering that question to the naysayers, it's you live your life as an example. Mm-hmm. And you don't waver, you don't shy from your beliefs. And and if that means that you have to be divided to your family, make sure that you tell them that you love them. But because of this, we are this ha- this is something that 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 splits us apart i mean this is something that i cannot be a part of Mm -hmm. you decide to take part in these sinful acts i'm not judging you but the bible is specific that this is a sinful act this is something sinful i will not and cannot take part in this Mm -hmm. i love you and i jesus is here for forgiveness and i hope that i am praying that you will come and you will repent and turn and that we can be together again that's my hope my you know and that's what your greatest you know that's what your goal is 
you know, especially if you have family that that you that you are having to oppose because of it, you know, that your greatest prayer is going to be that they just come there and just please, Lord, please soften their hearts because this is painful. I don't want to see this. I I know this all too well personally, and but being persistent in how you live your life, I'm telling you. That is the most important thing. Anybody that knows me personally, and which I feel like a lot of you do, but unfortunately, a lot of you didn't know me personally 10 years ago, <laughs> you know, Different or guy. even, you know, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, more like 15, you know, yeah. Anyway, that. I was a complete, my way of thinking, the things that I did, the way that I talked, everything was different Mm -hmm. than it is now. And I am, because I have completely turned and left that way of life, I hate that about myself, I hate that part, I hate that person, I don't ever want to see it, that person's dead to me. However, that person comes back every now and then because you, you, you know, you, you, you do slip up every, you know, but you don't fall back into sin, but you slip up every now and then and, and things get to you. But I act now completely different. And let me tell you, that has been more of the example than anything that I could ever do and say. It's just people seeing that, oh, wow, you're dedicating your time to you know trying to better yourself in 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 the word not on you know anywhere else and they wow why would you you out of all people mm-hmm. you know it's you have a yeah, strong when people are that you've known your whole life are uncomfortable being around you because they're used to you always behaving in one way and then suddenly you don't do like that's a huge that's the most powerful to... tool that you can you can have because they see you and you are and that's the way that the glory that's that's the Saul to Paul moment there mm-hmm. and that's where the the glory of, of God is shown through a person like that because you look at a person like that like the way that the, the Jews no doubtably looked at, at Paul going mm-hmm. this dude was heck? literally <laughs> drag my brother out of the house by his hair yeah. and beat the crap out of him because he believed in Jesus and now he's preaching to me about Jesus yeah but it's crazy. Well, you know, and that's when Paul. Yeah, I did. I did. I did all of that. Mm-hmm. And it was horrible. And I hate it. And I'm sorry. And this is what saved me from it. Mm-hmm. And that right there, that testimony just, I mean, most people can't do anything with that. They see that. And they see the Holy Spirit. They see that it's true. They see that it's real. And it's something that they want to have. They go, wow, if it happened for you. It can happen that. for me. Yeah. You seem pretty happy. You seem like you have stuff together. You enjoy your family. You enjoy, you know, these simple things. Like things are going you know, well. it seems like things are going pretty well. You have you're rich in the ble- in true blessings. I may not be financially rich because of it anymore. Having to walk away from from money and was in a business is is that was making good money is difficult. But you have way more spiritual blessing than I could ever ever have and 
I mean, everybody listening to everybody that's been brought into the ministry that's been that we've been able to help um, has all been the the greatest thing that has ever happened. Oh, completely. I mean, in my life, absolutely, hands down. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think those are, I think that's probably good enough point um, to end on. I would just keep on stressing the important, the importance of of making sure that the Bible is your sole source of everything and making that the most important part of your day and I know it's difficult for a lot of people you know for a lot of people it's some people have a difficult time understanding different and that's what you know hey if we're that's what we're here for Mm -hmm. I would love to talk to you if this is something that you want to do but you don't know how ask me your questions Tell me like, okay, well, what book, What so what do you mean? How do you mean that it, you can live off of only one book? How does this mean? You know, because when you say something like that, and I know, I thought that was saying stuff like that was weird. Like, okay. It was like, okay, one book, whatever. You'd be surprised. <laughs> You'd be really surprised. You know what was that when somebody asked us that question today? Because the Bible could lead you to things outside the Bible, but everything comes back to the Bible. Yeah, exactly. The um, I guess one last little note that I have on this topic that was the first thing that popped into my mind when we got that message specifically today about um, how or do you do this or whatnot. But I said, you know what, I think one thing that really helps us as well too, and we've said this many times, that this topic is far more important than I think people are giving it credit to be. I think something that helps us to stand firm in living our lives completely against the world right we've left our jobs we do this full time we don't stress about financial security we don't make our plans for the future we don't focus on worldly things we don't do this we've given it all to god and we just are you know blindly trusting him to lead the way and you know he's doing it imagine that but one of the things i think in where i think we get a lot of our strength because I wouldn't feel like if we were supposed to be street preachers or something like that, we'd be doing a great job. Like that's not where really either of us have our strengths, but as far as to speak boldly and to stand firmly in these things, I think the fact that we try to make sure that we are remaining every single day focused on the things that are eternal and raising our children and keeping our family focused on the things to come is a great help in our ability to be so bold and stand so firm in these things. Mm-hmm. So having a proper understanding of what's to come, what heaven is, what the eternal mm-hmm. is, you know what I mean? Just to really grasp and understand how tiny and insignificant that our life sure. here is in the grand scheme of things. It's most because in eternity this is a teeny little wisp of time just you know you always use the example remember when you fell and you scraped your knee when you were two 
No, you don't remember that. Is it because somebody, you know, wiped your mind like men in black, you know? Mm -hmm. No, it just is insignificant. Like, why would right. I hang on to that memory of scraping? I probably did it a bunch of times, you know, when I was two and up until now. And that's how all of this time is going to one day be. And so I think for us, keeping our minds focused on eternal, the things to come, the return of Christ, the millennial reign, the new heavens, the new earth, you know what I mean? Like just being educated on those things and focused on those things, I think causes us to do greater good here because when it comes to things that make us uncomfortable or that most people would get discouraged by and, and kind of give up and things like that, I feel like we try to keep our minds focused in a different way. Mm -hmm. And so therefore all of those like worldly ways that would kind of drag you down mm -hmm. from this, we honestly just give no attention to, <laughs> you know, it's not really yeah. a part. And so I think that plays, you know, a big part of it. Yeah, okay. you have to, um, you also have to, I think, because the people, the one of the quickest things people will do too is they'll point to you personally, mm -hmm. and they'll go, "Okay, well, what about you? So you're telling me you're perfect, yeah, and you're telling the, me that this is always like was perfect." Well, that's the thing is that's a lot of times is what you've got to clear the clear the air and be honest, dude. I am a horrible person. Mm -hmm. I have done horrible, terrible things. Undoubtedly, I have hurt countless amounts of people. I have embarrassed the crap out of myself before. I mean, there's if you you name it, I've done it, yeah. and you you own all of that, and you say, but guess what? I am forgiven. I have repented of all that. I have turned, repented, turned, and I live a completely different way in life now. Mm -hmm. And it's not that, not that I don't screw up, but see, the fact is, is once you realize that the things that you mess up from you realize that you're saved from that you don't want to go do that mm -hmm. you hate it like paul washer said before it's like eating your own vomit yep like you don't it that's it's it's gunning no out it was nasty it. it was gross yeah. when you did it you know you don't want to go and lap it up again does that mean from time to time that you you won't slip up no because you're human and you will but you don't want to. And then when you do, it'll be like eating your own vomit. It'll make you sick. It'll put you it'll put you down for a while. I mean, look at what look at the best way to answer any question is to go to scripture. And this is how it how this helps answer and and how this can be the only book that you have to go to. Look at what King David did, okay? King David completely sinned. He had another dude completely killed and stole his woman and had his way with his woman. And guess what happened after that? Well, a lot of bad stuff. However, he realized what he did. He was mortified by it. He was sick by it. It put him literally in bed. Wasn't it for a day? I think so. It was only for a day. Pretty sure it was only for a day. But it put him in bed for a whole day because of what he did. But it, it, it goes in very good detail about how he was mortified. How he sinned against God. Now that's the type of person. That's somebody that's saved that did something horrible and felt bad about it. You know, and and, and but just messed up. 
hardcore <laughs> and mm. but not unforgivable but look i mean you, you just look at the results of what happened so if you're not mortified by any time that you slip up then there then you're not truly forgiven you're not truly saved you know god's grace doesn't allow you to live a life where you consistently sin like that because you'll be you'd be in bed every day of your life yeah wouldn't be going so well so yeah i guess that's hopefully that's good that's good i think so okay we can we can always do more if there's more questions you guys let us know if not if you have further questions i'm not sure if we got lost I don't think we did. I don't think so. Maybe a little bit. You guys probably used to it. Yeah, probably. Well, hopefully that helps. Sorry, there isn't a awesome cut and dry answer uh, that we could give. (laughs) Just just know your scripture and Mm -hmm. just be rooted in it. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. See you next time.